Blog Talk Radio. Warning, you have entered the realm of the gods. So give us your mind and your full attention. So you say you deal with esoteric information? I never heard of such. Well, you're in for a treat.
When I'm riding on the city streets, never really miss a beat. To the point of no return, lest I turn another cheek. Catch me on my dating box, smooth as I wanna be. Just being me, never chilling with the wannabes. God in the flesh, dated bad sister latches. Because my history is more than they can understand it. My melanated skin, star brush from the astro. I'm made of dark energy, created from black holes. No dissect, the only one you can lean on. I got some scoopers that y'all can break y'all weed on. All right, here's Martin Luther King and slave ships. But what about the underwater cities and spaceships? My mystical mind, we had a government covering. But if the old Matilda fly away like a mothership, where African people wear the rear and they knock it, wearing feathers on their heads just to prove feet taller than me. Through the transition and it's all she wrote. Put on my auntie, gave my Jesus peace back to the Pope. Came back, my angel turned the brain heaven on earth. I was the last daughter child that returned to birth. We going through the transition and it's all she wrote. Put on my auntie, gave my Jesus peace back to the Pope. Came back, my Yo, don't look at me the same, I ain't nothing like I used to be Upgraded daily through the lies and all the foolery My dream became lucid, I travel back in time Collecting life data for my subconscious mind That father let me know that anything is possible By pulling down the universe through my crown chakra Manipulate the energy, is all an illusion Knowing who you are kills all the confusion Why 85% judge off my appearance? I use alchemy to create the world potential My lyrics turn divas right back into queens Why don't Boys that think twice appearing back on the scene Everybody gone mad, blame the media outlet The new black Hollywood chosen straight out of the project Global agenda war, sucking up to the master While the whole community going up in disaster We going through the transition and it's all she wrote Put on my arm and gave my Jesus peace back to the Pope Came back, my angel turned to bring heaven on earth I was the last golden child that returned to the earth We going through the transition and it's all she wrote Put on my arm and gave my Jesus peace back to the Pope We got a special show for you tonight. This is breaking the cosmic code. All breaking right. the cosmic code. This 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 is going to be a deep one here. All right, so y'all better pay attention because we have our special guest, Ty Queen, as I refer to her as Ashante um, Fernandez. She will be breaking down once again. Breaking the cosmic code. Right, she's a holistic health consultant. Spirit coach, certified professional herbalist, as well as a jewelry designer, a Reiki healing trainer, and the owner of Gemini Creation. All right. She also uh, specializes in um, assisting anyone in creating innovative and practical ways to live a healthier, holistic life. All right. That's that's a lot. That's in the same areas in which that I'm in, um, you know, and my wife is in. So. You know, she's coming in the imaging after the likeness. And so if you know what we break down, then you know that you're in store for something heavy tonight. Once again, this is Breaking the Cosmic Code. All right, we're going to bring her on then. Ty Queen, are you here, goddess? 
Peace and blessings. Hi, I'm here. Glad you were all here. All right. I know I'm getting, getting a little getting echo. Back. I'm getting a little echo back. Um, I don't know why, because I'm not hearing no echo on my end. Oh really? Hmm. Okay. I, okay. It's good. Like, it's good. It's good. <laughs> okay. 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 Right, there we go. Yeah. All right. All right. So, um, once again, this is breaking the cosmic code. So, um, what you have for us tonight? What you gonna be going in? I know it's gonna be some heavy info because just the title alone should um, give everyone their thinking or the conception mm-hmm. that, um, you know, this is going to be dealing with cosmic information, you know. Yes, um, we probably be dealing with astrology in some sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, of course, definitely. metaphysics, the occult, esoteric sciences and teachings. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure we're going to get into um, health, um, holistic health, you know, and yes. herbs and and of course, you love the gems, so I know we're gonna get into um, <laughs> minerals, precious minerals and precious gems. So, you know, you start where you want to start at, and you know, let's get into it. Okay, definitely. Well, first and foremost, I want to honor uh, Dr. Arlene Bay for allowing me to have this space, and thank you so much to you and your co-host for allowing me to be able to occupy this space and have this platform to be able to bring through these messages. Um, I also want to give honor and thanks to my ancestors for giving me this message because this is the, uh, what I'm sharing with you is a variation of a channeling of actual vision that I got from the ancestors where they broke down Mm -hmm. to me information as to how to help and assist to heal humanity. So that's, that's what this information is going to be about. And of course, like, Dr. Eileen Bay said earlier, I am Ashante Fernandez, also known as Tay Queen, of course, for those who know me from Facebook and different platforms and my years and blog talk and all of those different things. And, you know, you went down the list. I'll need to repeat, but the, my areas of specialty are really holistic health. But what I really love to uh, emphasize is the practical application of the knowledge because I feel yeah. like sometimes uh, we can get caught up and lost in all the information and the knowledge, which is, which is not a bad thing. Knowledge is incredibly imperative to our survival as a people. But if we are not taking that knowledge and transmuting it and, uh, into uh, actions, into uh, applicable theories that can actually help us in our everyday life, then I feel like we're missing a step. So that's where I really specialize in, and that's where I really love to uh, bring information in upon. So uh, I really want to start by addressing the basic concept of what I mean by breaking the cosmic code. So I believe that each of us are born with a very specific purpose in our lives. I believe that that purpose is predestined. I also believe that that purpose is something that we have chosen uh, depending on our past life experiences and also depending on our ancestral uh, lineage, uh, whether it be physical or spiritual uh, lineage that we have um, accumulated over different lifetimes. 
So, of course, the soul has traveled through many different lifetimes, and with it is fulfilled different purposes and different um, personalities and taken on different egos and different bodies and different shells. And, of course, all these things were manifested to help uh, enhance and grow the soul. So what I believe is that each of us are experiencing right now our own particular version of what that cosmic code has brought as far as lessons and obstacles that we need to overcome. And these obstacles are specifically to bring out different dormant and latent abilities inside of us. And we can find and figure these abilities based off of our natal and astrological chart um, and the astrological energies as a foundation through numerology, through various divination systems, as well as we can find this through soul searching, meditation, and inner reflection and different aspects of that nature. So... Uh, that's basically what the uh, breaking the code is. So through this presentation, I'm basically just going to give you guys an overview of how to unlock those keys, how to break those codes within yourself and be able to come to an inner realization of how you can manifest your life purpose. Because I believe that the major problem, especially with our people who are melanated, all across the planet, as that be, due, unfortunately due to the circumstances of white supremacy and other the dominant cultures of colonization and all these other aspects, we've lost our purpose. We've lost our reason for being, and we now live in these capitalistic Western concepts of society where purpose is pushed to the back, and your purpose for living is to create money or create, generate income. And although there's nothing wrong with abundance and prosperity and finances, I'm quite a fan of abundance in all areas of life, I do believe that when you are driven purely through monetary, uh, purely by monetary gains, you're not living in your true, full purpose. So many of us are working nine to five that we hate. Many of us are uh, in fields or positions that are not necessarily best suited to our particular gifts, and we grow restless in these different fields. Even if we have achieved a level of, quote-unquote, monetary success, people grow restless in these fields, not fully understanding why their life feels incomplete, trying to fill all the voids with family, with the white picket fence, the American dream, education, all these different things, and they're not fully getting it done. They're not understanding why they're not happy, why are they still suffering, why are they still going through different things in their life and different challenges, and that's because you're not living with your purpose. So in order to live with your purpose, you have to first identify what that purpose is. So that purpose is going to be identified by different certain markations and indicators in your natural personality. And your natural personality is going to uh, give you those hints and those clues to uncover the different things. So if you're like me, who started talking at nine months, <laughs> one of your gifts may be speaking. <laughs> and communication. And that's one of the things. <laughs> what did you say? I said that's a Gemini trait. Of course, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, we're ruled by the plan of communication. So, of course, that's, that's one of the things that we're going to be dealing with as far as uh, teaching through communicating and speaking and talking. Of course, you know, what we're doing right here, right now, talking about concepts and bringing it through to be able to help advance your life purpose. So if you are good at visual arts, 
part of your life purpose is going to be you using visual arts, whether it be drawing, painting, um, uh, dance, whatever it may be in those particular fields, that's going to be an indicator and a markation of what you need to do in your life. Now, does that mean you need to be a painter or a, a uh, dancer directly? That depends on your own inner intuition and your own uh, ability to uh, resonate with your highest self throughout the process of uncovering these things. But it may not always mean that that's a direct translation of what you're going to do in this life, but it is a markation of the different uh, skills that you're going to need in order to fulfill different things. So those are the, the foundations, and those are what you call or refer to as your talents or your gifts and your abilities. And as we all know, of course, melanated people are extremely talented, extremely gifted uh, in different areas, and, but we often predicate ourselves and, own, and limit ourselves to only the entertainment field. So what I want to do is bring the holistic understanding of understanding the creative mind, because the creativity as a whole is a likeness to the creator or source energy itself, where you have the ability to think of things and then bring them into manifestation, whether it be through song, dance, whether it be through concepts, businesses, um, whether it be through uh, seminars, workshops, whatever you produce, this is your likeness to the creator. So this is how you start to begin to operate from the G.O.D. perspective. That's how you begin to operate from the higher levels of consciousness. It's not enough to just be like, peace, God. What's up, goddess? How you doing, queen? What's up, king? If you're not acting as those things, as those main, as those main components in your life. So how right. do you get to those places is really the question because I feel like especially a lot of us coming up in the conscious community. I know that I, I came up in it kind of young, <laughs> so I was exposed to certain information from a younger age, and the question for me always became, how do I live this? How do I integrate this as a part of my lifestyle? And, of course, that's where we want to get into the information and the and the knowledge, and of course, you know something that I know that you're a big fan of, and I, this is this is what I said I do is making it practical. So how are we making it practical? So in order to operate from a higher level of consciousness, we're going to need to build a practice. Now I know not everybody's a fan of creating, uh, you know, kind of regimented things. A lot of times people who come into higher information and higher consciousness, they come there because they're very free spirits. We're very free spirits. We're very open-minded. We're kind of against the grain, people who don't think like the usual, uh, you know, 85%, you know, the masses the pop the, of uh, the population. We don't think on that same frequency. So a lot of times what ends up happening is in the context of rebelling against the system and institutions, we throw the baby out with the bathwater. We throw out the organization and the structure that we need to accomplish goals and feats with the context of Western civilization, although if you look into your history and if you know anything, you know that all that organization and structure that they supposedly have, which they don't, but they supposedly have, <laughs> comes from your ancestors. So this is something that's right. inside of you innately. The ability to organize, the ability to cultivate is something that's inside of you. So building your spiritual practice is going to be the first and the basis of your ability to unlock and break this cosmic code. So your spiritual practice should be as specific to you as possible. It should complement and resonate with your innate energy, 
remember I said with your innate energy. So my practice may not look like your practice. Your practice may not look like my practice. Now, I'm defining practice, not a religion or not a dogmatic context of thinking. We're talking about building practical concepts that are that are uh, aid us in the ability to open up our gifts. So in order for your practice to be effective, at least one aspect of your practice should be applied daily. So whether it's meditation, whether it's Qigong, whether it's uh, Tai Chi, whether it is um, Reiki, whether it is um, yoga, whether it is Herbalism, whatever aspects, well, even even that, you know, we could get into the a daily, you know, context of that. Whatever your applications are that you choose that resonate with you, they should be practiced daily. If it's mantras, meditations, all those different things, they should be practiced. One of those things should be practiced daily. More than likely, you're going to have multiple talents or you're going to have multiple giftings, and that is the amazing part about this when you build a practice, it doesn't have to become a mundane, boring thing. I'm not talking about, like, again, defining the difference between dogmatic action or religion and building a practice. I'm not talking about no disrespect to anybody who's a part of any religion, but I'm not talking about being a Muslim and praying three times a day. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. What I'm saying is it's not for that purpose. It's not for just the purpose of saying, I prayed three times a day, so I'm good. <laughs> no. Right. We're, we're building... When we build a practical and intentional practice, it's with the context of unleashing your inner God, unleashing your inner goddess and your inner divinity and allowing it to shine. So I'm just going to run down real quick a very basic way to build a practice. So I want you to choose three energy healing systems. And everybody who's listening right now probably should have mentioned this at the beginning. Uh, it's it's going. You're gonna need some notes. <laughs> you're gonna need some notes to make this effective and uh, practical. And if you don't have a pen and a paper next to you right now, you can come back in the archives and re-listen back to this. But you're gonna want to take some notes. So choose three energy healing systems. Again, like I mentioned earlier, qigong, tai chi, uh, yoga, um, you know, pranayama, whatever resonates with you, reiki different shamanic practices from different indigenous peoples, whatever it is for you that works for you, you're going to need to pick two yin and one yang. reason I say two yin and one yang is because a lot of the time we're already pre-kind uh, of programmed to be yang uh, or have a yang kind of energy within us. What do I mean by that? It's not just so much about masculine in the context of a man or blah, 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 blah. We're often doing in in our everyday life, everybody's running a rat race, running around, got to get this done, got to go here, got to do this, got to do that. And that leads to an overactive conscious mind. You're consciously thinking all the time. You're thinking about who you got to take to basketball practice. You're thinking about who you got to pick up from so-and-so's house. You're thinking about, oh, I got to go to the bank and pay this bill. I got to do this. I got to do that. So the conscious mind is overactive. When you're getting into your yin practices, which are some of the ones that I just previously mentioned as far as energetic healing practices, your yin practices are teaching you to shut up and go within. These are very, very important aspects of spiritual development and cultivation. So pick two yin and one yang practice. Commit to mastering the most resonant practice within a certain time frame. So those two key components there are commit to mastering the most resonant 
So what do I mean by the most resonant? For me, particularly in my particular path and my journey, this was yoga. Why was it yoga? It was yoga because I was also born with a, a high amount of flexibility. I don't know. I've been, I was actually obese for a large majority of my life. So how I was flexible is still a mystery to me. (laughs) But I've always been extremely flexible. I would contort into different positions, which I later on found out were yoga positions ever since I was a little child. I would sleep in weird ways. It was just something that was very natural to my body. Um, and so as I, as I uh, started to take this healing journey, it was really imperative for me to deal with something that was going to be something that I had been wanting to do and something that I was going to enjoy doing. Now, if this is not true, and if you do not enjoy contorting your body, even though yoga is not just about contorting your body, I would say don't start with yoga because you're going to have the mental blockages there. So if you notice that when you get angry, you like to slow your breathing down and you like to breathe deep or you notice that your breathing changes, work with breath work if that's where you want to start. If you are a natural gifted singer or you are somebody who is, you know, has a verbal, uh, is gifted in the verbal arts, start with mantras. Start somewhere that actually resonates with who you naturally are and commit to mastering that within a very specific time frame. Now, that time frame doesn't have to be a short time frame, but I would say at the very least commit to getting to a, and you don't have to fully master it. What I mean by mastering it is being able to memorize a sequence or practice within about a 90-day span. So you want to, within three months, you want to be, if it's yoga, be able to memorize a 10 to 15-minute practice. If it's a breath work or qigong, remember, be able to memorize a, a, a 10 to 15-minute practice. And 10 to 15 minutes is, is really key, and that's going to come up where we start talking about timing. Um, 10 to 15 minutes is really, really key, or actually 10 to 20 minutes is really key because those are beginner points. And I don't want you to start with things that you can, that's, too too hard for you like i don't want you to commit to 50 minutes of heavy transcendental meditation every day because you if you come from not meditating at all and you set this really astronomical goal of i'm gonna meditate like i'm freaking buddha's cousin that's not gonna happen okay you're gonna fall off you're not gonna create a practice and the the goal of this practice is consistency and if there's anything that i've learned in my life and in my spiritual practice is that consistency trumps the amount of time that you're doing it. So if I only meditate five minutes every day, but I do it every day, I'm actually going harder than somebody who will meditate for 35 minutes only one time a week, even though the time span seems to be the same in context of linear time and how we measure time and things of that nature, you're still not getting the maximized benefits of it by practicing in what we call frequency. So, you know, when you talk about I have a high vibrational frequency, you know, my frequency, I'm on a different level, I'm on a different frequency. What are you saying? Break down that word for a second. Frequency sounds like what? Frequently. Okay, so how many times are you visiting a specific emotion, space, or uh, situation? Are you visiting negative emotional spaces or situations consistently over a given period of time? Are you talking negatively to yourself? Are you thinking negative thoughts consistently? 
If you're doing that, you're creating a low vibrational frequency. So what I want you to do with this practice is build an intentional time and space to frequently visit a higher frequency at least three to five times a week for 10 to 20 minutes every day. And then from that, I would add in to create a, just a very uh, easy way for you to begin to tap into your innate spiritual intuition and consciousness. I'd also say that it's important for you to learn a at least a very simple divination system. Um, if you already have practice in the divination system, continue the practice of the divination system that you already use. Divination systems are things like tarot. They are things like pendulum reading or drowsing. Um, they are also include things like um, things like the uh, I Ching or I Ching book. Um, they also include things like Ifa, casting Ifa. Um, whatever the divination that resonates with you is, use that divination system because that's going to be the gu- that's going to be how you tap into your your spirit guides and your ancestors, and they're very key in this process. So, and last but not least, I would suggest that you find a teacher that resonates with you. Now, is it, the reason why I mentioned the teacher last is because the teacher is not the most imperative or integral part. Ultimately, you should be your own teacher, and you should be able to learn from everything within the universe. And I feel like this is a, thing, a part of humbling yourself. You should be able to learn from every single situation, whether it be an ant crawling in the sand or whether it be a bird flying by in the sky. A true mystic can learn from all different situations and all different experiences in life. But... It's important, especially if this is just where you're beginning and you've never really held a practice, that you find somebody who is going to resonate with your ideals, resonate with your energy, and mesh with you well, who can kind of guide you along that path and just give you a lot of insight. So those are the uh, six steps that I would say to form uh, a very viable meditation practice. Ooh, Lord, I'm talking so much. That's okay, keep going. I just looked at the time. <laughs> keep dropping it, sister. I'll try to, I'll try to, I'll try to squeeze it all in. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm definitely gonna keep going. Uh, but I just want to take a breather. Okay. <laughs> so y'all are still with me. So that's the imperative, and that's the fundamental aspect. That's the really important part. So the next pieces that I'm going to start giving you are the fill-ins to those templates. So we already talked about building that practice, and that's the really, really key part. If you only start there and you do that consistently over a year, I promise you your spirituality will heighten to levels you have never understood in yourself before. And I've literally, I'm saying that because I've done it. I've lived it. And everything I talk about, I've done and I lived. So I've lived. So it's it's not just, oh, I read this book one time and this is what it said you should do. I don't do that. Right. <laughs> okay? So there, we talked briefly about meditation. Now, meditation is going to be a non-negotiable one of your different energy forms. So it's going to, it's going to I mean, meditation could be yang or yin, but most of the time the context of it is yin. Um, so you can kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say you could include it as an extra, but it's non-negotiable. However you want to do it, do, do it your own particular way, but it's non-negotiable. So this is going to happen. Meditation is going to happen three to five times a week at the very least, because really you want to be doing it every day, like I said before. It's going to happen three to five times every week, at least 10 to 20 minutes every day. So the forms of meditation uh, that you can practice. 
there are many different types of meditation forms, okay? So, um, and again, I'm giving you all these choices because I want you to choose which ones resonate with you naturally. So creative visualization is one of them. And this is a really amazing place to start. This is going to help you with the concept and the gifting of manifestation. I think one of the really key aspects uh, that a lot of people have issues with, especially our people, is manifesting. So we have these big dreams, these big ideas, these big visions, but we don't know how to get from point A to point B. So this is going to help you with getting from point A to point B, and that's creative visualization. How do you know if you're resonant with creative visualization over other concepts? Are you naturally clairvoyant? What do I mean by you're naturally clairvoyant? Are your dreams very clear? Do when you dream, do you dream very vividly, and do you remember the dreams when you wake up? Have you ever experienced getting uh, instantaneous flashes of visions, concepts? Uh, do you often envision things in your life? Do you daydream often? These are indications that you're naturally clairvoyant, and these are indications that you have a very strong third eye chakra, and you're going to probably resonate with creative visualization very well. And this mm -hmm. is a place where you're going to set your imagination free, and you're going to visualize different uh, symbolic concepts in spirit. You can start with simple visualizations. You can start with guided meditations if you don't know where to start. You know, chakra cleansing, because chakra cleansing is always a great place to start. Um, you can uh, do light uh, body visualizations, different things like that. But uh, start with the creative visualization if that's your naturally resonant uh, talent. The Voida Transcendental Meditation. Voida Transcendental Meditation is actually one of the highest forms of meditation. Almost never can you really start there, but some people actually can. They're just they're naturally just. I've met these people like a lot of times they're water signs too. Um, or they have some type of predominant water um, energy in their chart, they just can just go out and zonk out and just be in a whole meditative state. This was not me, <laughs> and this is not most of my clients or most of the people that I work with. But the Void of Transcendental Meditation is all about clearing and stilling the mind. Void is just the place of it's, – it's literally returning to source energy in, in your meditative practice. So in order to get there – it can take a lot to train the mind out of what I was talking about earlier, that conscious chatter, that con consistent thinking and all of those different things. So if you are naturally somebody who gets into trance-like meditations very or trances very easily, like you ever just zone out and you just be, and you just like, hold on, what did you say? Because I wasn't listening. Sorry. I, I went away for a minute. You might be the kind of person who can go into void or transcendental meditations easy. Um Sonic meditation. Now, this is a place that I find a lot of people resonate very, uh, very well. I mean, it's no secret we're musical people. And by the way, Eileen, da da I peeped your new uh, intro and everything sound good. Uh, <laughs> a lot of our people are very musical, musically inclined, and we love music. This is a natural, and it's a natural part of the universe. I mean, the universe was created through sound. So this is, you know, as creators, we're going to resonate there. So this is a place where a lot of people naturally resonate with but don't associate with meditation. And that's this is kind of where I bridge the gap for a lot of people. Hey, do you like listening to music? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Do you like singing or rapping? Mm-hmm. Maybe you might like a mantra. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Maybe this might be something that works for you. 
So um, sonic meditation is actually using sound in some capacity, whether it be listening to sounds, creating the sounds within your body, or, or uh, creating the sounds yourself uh, through instrumentation live, or even listening to frequencies and different things of that nature, that's where all of that resides. So if you're naturally somebody who loves to hear things, like your sense of hearing is really good, and that's where I kind of reside. Um, I'm very clear audience, as I, as I found out through unlocking my own cosmic code. Um, and so people who tend to be clear audience tend to resonate with sonic meditation. The only thing I would say with sonic meditation is that you are very much so stimulating a lot of energy inside of yourself. So just make sure you have a grounding practice when you practice sonic meditation because, whoo, it's powerful and it's going to definitely come into place and bring up all kinds of stuff and really work very quickly. Um, breathing meditation. Now, I think this is a non-negotiable as well, um, especially as a, far, as a part of meditation, because as we all know, the science of breath is very, very real. <laughs> and how you are breathing is determining your level of consciousness as we speak. So any type of breathing meditation or breathing exercises should be one of the three as well. So it doesn't matter which one it is, doesn't matter what system you choose, but some type of breathing meditation should be one of your three energy systems that you have chosen. Um, I particularly resonate with Qigong very highly. First time I actually did Qigong, it was like crazy. I was like, hold up though. <laughs> Don't play me. I feel like I'm about to like uh, shoot some fire out of my palms. What's going on here? Like. <laughs> I felt super activated and super charged. So don't underestimate the power of breathing meditations and controlling your breath. Um, moving meditation. Now, this is where you're going to get into the yoga, the qigong, uh, well, certain aspects of the qigong with the movements, uh, the tai chi more so, um, and any system of healing where you're moving, even African dance um, and, uh, you know, or any type of indigenous dance, um, whirling, um, any type of meditations where you're moving. So you're moving your body to induce a trance state. If you are naturally a dancer, if you, you know, when you put on some music, you start instantly moving. Um, this might be a place that you are good at. Or if you have a, if you're one of those people with a high energy, you just can't keep still. Or it is even, this is really great even for children because a lot of children have a lot of energy. And trying to get them to sit down and meditate sometimes doesn't happen unless you've got special children. But, you know, moving meditations are great for them as well. So if you have a lot of life force in you, moving meditation may be something that you resonate with. So choose your form of meditation based off of the energy that resonates with you. So I'm going to get into astrology real quick, and I'm trying to move through everything <laughs> and right. get through it. Um, but I'm going to visit astrology very quickly as it is a key component of divination that is utilized to calculate the very specific frequency and placement at which your universal archetype formulas will have converged in time and space in order to formulate what your energy is right now. So in other words, basically astrology is that archetypal energy. It doesn't matter what type of astrology you really follow, um, even though I do special, especially kind of deal with Western astrology just because it's something that's familiar to me, and I've always um, studied it ever since I was a little girl. Um, and I do believe ultimately 
the astrology, there's, there's only so many constellations. You're studying <laughs> these constellations. Different cultures have called them different things over different periods of time. But ultimately, you're dealing with the sim- similar or same energies. So um, you do have more ancient forms of astrology, and different people deal with those different um, levels. And you even have the Chinese astrology. You have Eastern astrology. I mean, and you also have zodiac or, um, or uh, zoo, zoo types. Uh, in different cultures, so you have spirit animals and different things, and this will kind of fall under those uh, categorizations as well. Um, and even numerology would come into this particular uh, aspect as well. Anytime you're categorizing yourself based off of arch- arch- uh, archetypal energy, I almost said archaeological book, get me. Uh, <laughs> archetypal energy. Anytime you're resonating with any type of, you know, okay, I, I'm a, like, like uh, Aline was saying earlier, I'm a Gemini, so I talk a lot. You know what I mean? That kind of deal where this energy is going to dictate certain properties inside of your personality based off of how it affects energy on the planet Earth, right? So that's basically what we're talking about here. Um, so if you're going to start an astrology study, the basic tip that I wanted you to get started with, and this is how you're going to use it to best to best unlock your cosmic code, first start with your natal chart. And any good astrologer will let you know and tell you when they first start working with you, with you if they're a professional astrologer of any sort, they're going to work with your natal chart first. Because you, you kind of got to know where you come from to know where you're going. You got progressive charts. You got all these other aspects of um, of astrology. You have medical astrology. You got uh, business astrology. You got all kinds of different astrology. But we're going to start with your natal chart, even whether it's your whether it's a person or even a business. See, that's another thing that we don't really get into <laughs> much. But uh, you know, business uh, entities and corporations and stuff have birth dates and uh, founding dates, and they also too carry energies as well based off of their charts. So. Um, start with your natal chart and start with where you're coming from. That's a snapshot of the universe at the time that you were born, as it applies to the 12 archaeological, um, archetypal energies, excuse me, the 12 archetypal energies of the Western zodiac chart, or you even go into different, um, you know, different types, Chinese zodiac, all the different stuff. They all have uh, their own particular energies, but you want to start with your natal chart to kind of figure out that energy. It's important that you study this chart. Um, this chart is going to unlock a lot of the different reasons as to why you are the way you are. If you have heard your whole life that you are stubborn, right, you are a very stubborn heart. You, your mom was like, you hard-headed boy or you hard-headed girl. You always know right. this. No, 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 no. You heard this. And you have a lot of earth or earth signs in your chart. That might be why you're stubborn. Because <laughs> you're dealing with a lot of very sturdy, stable energies that are not easy to change. Or if you've always heard, uh, get your head out the clouds, you might have a lot of air or water energies inside of you because, you know, air or, um, and water signs tend to kind of a little bit, you know, kind of daydream sometimes, go into different realms of thinking and all that different type of stuff. So th- these are different things that you're going to find inside of your chart, and that's key to understanding your personality because, again, the ch- the different um energies that are inside of your chart are also going to be indicators of what your gifts are, okay? So get a reading by a highly experienced astrologer. I don't care who it is. I don't care, uh, you know what I mean, who, who you particularly choose, 
But get somebody who knows what they're talking about and deal with this person on the level of allowing them to read your chart for you so that you can not only just read your chart for yourself, even though I think it's a really important skill to learn how to read your own chart, your, your own self, but they're going to bring insight into it about things that you didn't even know or you didn't even think about. I mean, I remember one time I had an astrologer read my chart, and he told me I had healing hands, and I was like, ho, 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 how you know that? We've never met in person. How do you know I have healing hands? He's like, oh, well, this conjunction over here with this over here. I'm like, mm-mm, you better get your life with that astrology. I'm like, this is some powerful stuff. Let me let me explain and learn about this more. So those are the are really, really important aspects of uh, learning about astrology. Also find out the basic aspects, what your moon sign is. If you can't get your whole chart done, learn what your moon sign is, learn what you're ascending, and learn what your sun sign are. Those are the three most influential over your overt personality. Not only your whole, per- not your whole personality, but your overt personality. Um, also, make sure that you start um, charting the movements of the planets yourself. So we're coming, we're coming just out of to the end of Mercury and retrograde. And there's a whole bunch of planets retrograding right now, um, and there's a whole bunch of planets that have been retrograding uh, for a minute. So a, a lot of people are experiencing a very tumultuous time right now, or transitional transitional time, as I would like to call it, because I don't like to label things bad or good. I like to label things based on the levels of challenge that they, they present or the lessons that they present for us. But um, a lot of people are coming out of times where there may be they got out of relationships that they've been in for a while, long-term relationships. Maybe they're they had experiencing disruptions in family relationships or communication with other people. People in their job just ain't acting right. They getting on your nerves. You but I'm, I'm ready to go. All these different things are happening right now, and this is all happening for a reason because a lot of planets are going backwards at the same time. Now. I'm not proclaiming to be any type of astrology expert, but what I will tell you is when the planets go backwards, this is a time for you to go inside of yourself and start reflecting on inner processes that you're going through. So this is a perfect time to really go back into your memories, clear out and deal with uh, past traumas, past um, regrets, uh, yeah. memories, anything that begins with re, this is the time when the retrograde comes when you start re-evaluating your life, okay? So those are really important key concepts. Also, make sure you learn the cycles of the moon, now especially if you're a lady. Um, if you're a woman, we're going to need to know about what the moon doing, boo, because that rules the feminine energy on the planet. And um, everybody knows, you know, the concept lunar, loony, you know, you look cray-cray on full moons and all that other stuff. But now you need to learn the cycles of the moon because those moon, that moon is directly affecting you and your womb, not only your womb, but the planet, planetary consciousness, and the waters and the weather and all these other different things. So once you learn about how the moon is moving and the different phases, the different cycles, and where the moon is moving astrologically, your magic... And your metaphysical power will be a lot stronger, especially if you're beginning any type of spiritual practices. Begin your practices with the new moon if you're a beginner. And if you need to do any releasing, release on the full moon if you're just beginning. You don't have to stay within that if you're experienced, you know, in different areas of metaphysics, but those are just, like, beginner tips. So I'm going to move into gemstones and crystals, which, you know, my favorite area, as it's previously mentioned. <laughs> now, why do I love crystals? I love crystals more than people. Sorry, some of you guys get on my nerves a little bit. 
<laughs> I love crystals because they are such intelligent beings filled with so much light. I did say beings. They are beings. They are spirits. There are energies inside of these crystals. I'm not crazy. Uh, <laughs> and these energies are basically man- choosing to manifest their consciousness throughout a crystal form. So what is a crystal scientifically? A crystal scientifically is a very specific composition of different elemental components in a very specific geometric structure. That's the difference between a crystal and a rock, okay? You ever look, what's the difference between a crystal and a rock? Well, although rocks, crystals are rocks, not all rocks are crystals, you know, like the rectangle square thing, um, it's like that. So um, all rocks have minerals, but these minerals are free form in different, different structures, and they're kind of not organized. In a crystal, this mineral is organized. And so it's going to, that's why you can take quartz crystals in certain cuts, and you hold it up to the light, and it, de- it diffracts all the different colors of the rainbow, right? That's why that's, that's possible, because you have the energy being organized. Light is literally being organized in crystals. It's crystallized forms, density, uh, it's dense forms or crystallized forms of consciousness, of light energy, all right? So crystals help to heal you by working with your subtle body. Now, your subtle body is your light body. This is where you and the crystal have something in common. Y'all are both made out of light energy. Um, So crystals help to align your chakras, your meridian points, um, the uh, different layers of the aura. They help to align all of those different things in a very easy and subtle way. And this is why I love crystals because crystals, nine times out of ten, with the exception of some crystals, some crystals are, have different energies, but most of the time a crystal is going to be very gentle. It's not going to like just, you know, hey, now, you got, you know, now you're crying in the corner because I made you bring up all your past memories. It's going to kind of do it in a slow, gentle manner and kind of allow you to elevate your consciousness in different ways. And then one of the important key elemental components is that this is earth energy. So this is earth and planetary energy distilled. So it's like... You you ever you know people talk about earthing and putting your feet in the um in the ground and this is really really important too helps to uh, clear the negative um give you like negative ions and recharge your body and all these different things um holding a crystal is like that but ten times more powerful because the crystal is a distillation of all the energies that you find inside of the dirt so that's kind of you know crystal one on one and how you use crystals and you can use crystals in all different kinds of ways including you can use it as a reiki healer you can use it in elixirs you can use it bathing you can use them to massage your body you can use them to sleep with you can use them in feng shui and gritting and meditation and all these different things but honestly you could just sit a crystal right across from you and it's still affecting your energy as long as you're open to understanding it so. I'm going to give you guys a couple of crystals that are going to help you clear and elevate your consciousness because, again, we're talking about practical usages. So if I'm going to give you a whole spiel about crystals, I'm going to tell you how to use these crystals and which crystals you need to be using that are going to uh, help you to elevate and clear your own consciousness. Now, as a, begin- as a beginner, I really recommend that people start with a couple of beginner stones, and these are stones that I think that are really gentle and they're going to kind of, give you that energy that you need, whether it be for protection or whatever, uh, you know, grounding, blah, 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 blah. These stones are going to kind of give it, give it for you. So amethyst, classic protection stone. 
classic elevating consciousness stone, resonates with crown chakra energy. It's really good for your overall rebuilding and transformation in any type of way. Uh, clear quartz. Clear quartz is a basic, uh, you know, kind of necessity of any type of um, crystals that you deal with. Why? Because it's going to emit high frequency positive vibrations. It's going to help cancel out ELF waves, all types of BS that's coming through from um, this electronic energy. And it's also going to help you stay positive. Only thing with clear quartz crystals, constantly make sure that you're clearing your clear quartz crystals because they do fill up with negative energy uh, quite easily. Um, they're also programmable, all these different types of things. Citrine. Citrine, another protective stone. It's also going to deal with transformi- transformation and transmutation. You don't have to clear citrine. And any time you put citrine next to another crystal, it actually helps to clear that crystal's energy. Apophyllite. Apophyllite, now this is one I would say don't deal with this if you ain't ready for it. Apophyllite is a high vibrational energy. It's definitely going to bring you to higher states of consciousness. Now, if you're ready to take that leap into becoming that full alchemist, that full manifestation of uh, your higher self or your higher divinity, I'd say go with an apophyllite because it's going to open up stargates, it's going to open up communications, it's going to open up chakras, it's going to open up all types of stuff within, within yourself. It's going to help with that ESP or extrasensory perceptions that you're trying to awaken within yourself. Lapis lazuli. Lapis is an amazing stone uh, used by the ancient Chemites consistently in artwork, uh, talismans, all types of different things. And it's great because it also resonates with your third eye energy, and it also is going to help connect you back to your ancestral spirits. Um, it's going to help you with uh, getting in contact with spirit guides as well, and it's going to do what? Uh, help you locate and unlock your life purpose. Okay, I'm saying, you know, that's really important. So... Get you some lapis lazuli, and that will help you with uh, those particular things. Celestite. Celestite is really important for, again, opening up connections with celestial energies. And and I'm giving you a lot of these communicational stones because it's important for you to open up those direct lines of communications with your ancestors, your spirit guides, and all those different things. They're going to be the ones who's ultimately going to tell you about who you are in the broadest sense of your realities. Whether it be through divinations with other people, you could go through a teacher, you could go through a high priest if you want, but me, I kind of like to tap the keg directly. So, I mean, it's really great to open up those, those lines of communications. Daphnite is another amazing stone, kind of has those communicational energies as well at higher frequencies. Also, is a really great love stone. Um, as well as rose quartz, another good love stone, great for clearing your heart chakra, great for clearing uh, emotional traumas and issues, helping you to reprogram your mind, thinking on a positive vibration, positive frequency. And this is great for anybody who's a fire sign as well, because if you've got a lot of fiery energy in you, rose quartz is going to calm that ass down. Um, Calcite is another amazing stone, opens you up to different um, higher realms of consciousness. Um, and this is another song I really love to give out, especially because I know this is something that affects our community very heavily. If you have been a victim of sexual abuse in any type of regard or context, Orange Calcite will help you. It's one of the paramount stones in helping you to get rid of those traumatic energies. And I think you have to get rid of your trauma before you can really move forward and become your full self. So that's my crystal spiel. <laughs> How are we doing for time? No, we get Do we plenty. have any questions or anything? Well, 
uh, Moorish garb or regalia, whatever, uh, mm-hmm. to think you were some kind of a so-called religious black group, you know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, something That's... like that. You know, those are the unconscious, you know, mm-hmm. or the uncognizant people. Uh, but I have mm-hmm. to explain that a lot of times, why I wear them. But I wear them more, a lot more often than I've been. Mm-hmm. You know, you, like I said, most sisters and brothers, when they first come into the movement, they wear their they fez and their onks and their turpers a lot of that times, you know, when they first come in. But like the first, this was my, uh, about my fifth year into the movement. You know, now I'm just starting to wear a turban, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and a fez because I've been bald for about, <laughs> i say maybe about 12 years now, you know, so. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, that's that's a number too. That's a spiritually significant number. So, I mean, that doesn't surprise. It's very good. That's a, a again, like I said earlier, just a symbol of moving into a higher realm of consciousness, a higher state of awareness. Okay. Um. So, how are we doing for time? Like, we're good on time. Like, I, I'm getting uh, good feedback. I'm getting positive feedback. <laughs> we're we're doing pretty well. Is anybody um on the line with any questions or anything like that? Do we have any callers? Um, for those that want to call in, give us a call at 626-414-3535. That's 626-414-3535. If you have any questions for Ty Queen, please give us a call. Once again, 626-414-3535. All right, we got every call, like seven, seven, call 702 on the line. Hi, greetings. It is Ignite. Greetings. Hey, Ignite. How are you? I'm doing well, honey. Can you guys hear me well? Should I take the phone off speaker? Yes, we can. We can no, hear we, you. We can hear you. Okay. I just wanted you to bring down the list of Christmas again. I know that I missed one, and, um, you know, I just want to make sure that other people probably got it as well. But if you can just give us the list again sure, so that we can write it down, I would appreciate it. Word. No problem. Um, Amethyst? Mm-hmm. Clear Quartz? Citrine, apophyllite, and apophyllite is spelled A-P-O-P-P-H-Y-L-L-I-T-E, lapis lazuli, celestite, daphnite, with a P-H, rosewood, daphnite, D-A-P-H, a N I T E Rose Quartz and Calcite. And I, I gave a affectation for um orange calcite for people who have dealt with sexual abuse. Thank you. So, Keep up the good work. Talk our airs off because you are getting wonderful information, and I know anybody out there listening is appreciating it and taking it all in because this is most definitely for anybody at any level. This is things that need to be heard because people get complacent in, you know, the things that they learned and how they learned it and different things of that nature, not truly really understanding that, um, you know, the work always continues. So, definitely. Thank you so much for your support, sis, and thank you so much for calling. No doubt. Appreciate it. Thank you for calling in. All right, we got area code eight six four. Area code eight six four, you're on the line. Um, hello, this is Catherine. And um I'm calling because 
I'm kind of new at this. So okay. what would be one of the first things you do to try to get your third eye to open? Okay. Do you want me to take this? All right, cool. <laughs> so one of the first things to get your third eye to open. Well, the first thing I want to say, with if you're beginning and you're new to this, don't jump to your third eye because okay. you have seven chakras, seven okay. main chakras. There's more chakras, but we're going to start with seven main chakras for right now, right? And these are the main energy centers that you're going to work with. Um, if you're just beginning, I would say start with your root chakra and work your way up. So that's going to be the root chakra, the sacral chakra, the solar plexus chakra, the heart chakra, the throat chakra, then the third eye chakra. You see how high it is up on the list? Yeah. So we don't want to just move from, you know, A to G. Because that's okay. not cool. We got to get the hit the ones, hit the in- increments in between. So uh-huh. I would suggest you starting with some simple chakra clearing techniques, uh, whether it be through vi- creative visualization or sonic therapy or sonic meditation, um, and kind of start to work with clearing your chakras. If you know a Reiki healer, uh, start to uh, engage in some form of Reiki because that will help a lot with opening up those centers. The reason why I say it's important that you kind of don't skip from point A to point G is that I want you to be able to understand that you're going to be dealing with a lot of high-frequency energy, especially us melanated people. We have so much melanin. We're high conduits for powerful energy. This is why we see so much increased mental um, illness in our communities on top of the aspects of, you know, oppression and other circumstantial aspects. But it's partially because we are such spiritually in tune beings. And if you have any level of empathy or meaning that you're empathic, you pick up on the frequencies and the, uh, the um, energies of other people and emotions, and you're high and you have high emotions yourself, or any on any level of capacity. Not saying that you do, but just in general, if you do have those things, I don't want you to start busting open your third eye real quick because mm-hmm. what's going to happen is you're going to create imbalances. Let's say your root chakra is all jacked up, right? Like. You ain't got nothing going, like it's blockages and cords and all kinds of stuff going on down there, which most people do because also uh, one of the energy or emotions that gets trapped in the lower chakras is fear a lot. And there's a lot of fear in our societies, especially when you're coming out of the um, the consciousness, the mundane consciousness of the masses. So I will recommend that you start working with those root chakras first before you even try to attempt the third eye opening. But once you do get to a level where you feel like you've amassed some kind of momentum and you're seeing some spiritual progress and you actually feel really great within your spiritual body that you want to go for that, the meditation is the best way to kind of open that from a subtle perspective. Also, lapis lazuli, like I mentioned in the crystal list, is the is the, one of the crystals that resonates with that energy. The only thing I would say about working with the lapis is lapis can be a little quick and fast acting. So I would say offset that with some clear quartz or even start with the clear quartz before you get to the third eye chakra. And that would really be a, a context of opening that up. The third eye is going to open up naturally with all of the information that I'm giving you guys anyway. So it's no rush to kind of get there before you need to get there. Um, and a lot of times we kind of idealize or fantasize about our spiritual gifts as if they're going to be like superpowers and we're going to like be floating. And I was like, I mean, like, it, there's a part of that that's in there. And it's like a really great experience. But you have to understand this is a lot of energy and i learned that myself (laughs) the hard way this is a lot 
of energy to manage. So that's why you're going to need the tools to structure it and develop it in a way that's practical and in a way that's going to make sense for you. Okay. Round here we don't have any kind of classes like that. Is there mm-hmm. anything that you could suggest that I might sign up for to help me out? Sure. Sure thing. Um, I'm actually a spiritual coach, so that's what I do. I work with people in one-on-one consultation sessions. You can visit my a website, Gemini Creations, G-E-M-I-N-E-Y-E creations.com. Click on any of the sections that have holistic coaching, and you'll be able to see the list of services that I offer. I offer spiritual consultations, gemstone consultations, and even work with holistic health and herbalism and nutrition as far as those things to kind of build up spiritual virility as well as physical virility. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Once again, that's 626-414-3535. That's 626 626- Four one four thirty five thirty five. Give us a call. As you hear, the Gemini is going in. <laughs> That's amazing. Word. So, um, like the brother said, call in if you guys have any questions. Raise your hand by pressing one. Um, you know, so we can see that you're on the queue. If you have a question, so you know, we can tell you have a question. Um. And that's funny because the question she just asked about the services that we offer, that's kind of where I want to go with the next aspect of this. And as Brother Aleem said earlier, I'm holistic. So that means I'm going to deal with mind, body, and spirit. So we've been dealing a lot with the ethereal, a lot with spirit. Now let's bring it back to body and then how body is affecting spirit. So we're going to deal a little bit with nutrition and herbalism. So herbalism is the study of herbs from a holistic perspective. Herbs are any plant or part of a plant that can be used for their aromatic and or medicinal qualities. This encompasses viewing the herb itself as a living organism capable of transferring life energy from itself to your being. That's important, okay? They can be very powerful healers that can replenish the body with nutrients, compounds that can be and compounds that can be missing from our everyday diets, and this is largely due to the denatured soil and how nutrient deficient the Western diet is. So if you're still sad or you're still on sad, which is the standard American diet, um, you're gonna probably need some transitional assistance with that. Um, Over time, the lack of proper nutrition wears on the body and creates different states of dis-ease. So what's the standard American diet? It's filled with carbs, right, sugars, fats, you know, flavor, right, quote-unquote. That's what they call it, you know what I mean? Like it's soul food and everything, they call it that. That, That's the flavor. Yeah, that's the death. Sorry. (laughs) You can have flavor without those issues, right? Um. So herbalism and nutrition are extremely important in the spiritual cultivation aspect. Now, I'm not saying there aren't spiritual people who eat pork chops. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Who do, There are some people who are just, their gifts are so powerful, that's like their thing. They're very just spiritually inclined. Just like some people are very mathematically inclined, some people are great music musicians, some people are great athletes, some people are just gifted in spirit, and that's where they are. But everybody could use a nutritional backing for their spiritual process. Why? It's scientifically proven that fasting and meditation literally affect the way that the neurons in your brain function. 
So this means this is literally changing the structure of the way you think, the way consciousness is processed within your body, in your central nervous system, and all these different things. So food is directly impacting and affecting your DNA. So if you're eating GMOs, and you're trying to elevate, and you wonder why you cannot astral project because you ate some Cheetos last night, that might be the problem. So in order, and I'm not trying to tell you not to eat Cheetos, but what I'm telling you is that you can't expect for these artificial chemicals to impact your light body in certain ways. And I know this for a fact, not just because I've cleansed my diet, but I deal with highly spiritual people all the time through my practice, also keep around me. I have very spiritual friends and all these different things, and they've literally told me about how medications have impeded their ability to astral project, whether it be even simple over-the-counter medications like aspirin or cough syrup, um, things like of artificial nature, when they eat denaturized food or, you know, denutrient food, food that doesn't have any nutrient content or value, that they literally feel the difference in their spiritual ability and their spiritual powers. And that's more so to do with the fact that you're not just eating to be healthy so you can be like, aha, I ate broccoli, you eat steak, I'm better than you. That's a problem, okay? I, I call them people like the kale and broccoli police. I don't deal with that. That's not where I am in my life. I'm not trying to convert you to veganism, trying to make you breathe air, or tell you you're supposed to eat a certain way or you're not righteous. That's not what I'm about. What I am about is conveying to you in a scientific way so that you can understand how these compounds are affecting your body. Everything, the crystals, the uh, sound frequencies, and all these different things are affecting your cells and affecting your body all the way down to the atomic and even deeper energetic levels, okay? So when you are eating food, you're taking in information, whether you like it or not. And if you're eating genetically modified organisms, you're taking in genetically modified information, which is probably coated with something to kill you. Just going to be real. <laughs> so in order for you to be able to uh, transcend those issues and to be able to awaken your consciousness, let's just take one less of the things that we can actually control and actually, you know, take one of the issues out of our way. We can't control that we breathe in chemtrails every day. We can't control that we breathe, that the, uh, most of the food is sprayed with all this other stuff. We can't really control the fact that we live in, in neighborhoods that are really, you know, nine times out of ten are filled with, you know, different violent acts and bad energy and negative thought forms and right. messed up geomancy. We cannot always control those factors. But one thing you can definitely control is what you put in your mouth. <laughs> So, with that being said, it's extremely imperative that we begin to utilize herbs as our forms of medicine and food as our forms of medicine. Most food is herb, right? And most herbs are food. <laughs> Not all herbs, but most. <laughs> okay? Mm -hmm. And that's because these are biologically more compatible substances than whatever's in that little white pill that you went to Dr. Gupta and got. Okay? <laughs> the the thrizopazis means you know whatever that is you know what I mean with all the memes and in Latin and all that other stuff all that dipsotran and all that other crap that stuff is just artificially mutilated aspects of plant material or mm. plant compounds or structures that are naturally found within herbs. Do you know that aspirin comes from white willow bark? It's a distillation of it, 
artificial distillation and replication of the basic compounds that make white willow bark a pain relief. That's interesting. So what you're getting with these medications and these different things is you're getting a a watered-down, synthesized version of plants. No matter what, you can do research on this, people. I'm not making this up. 95% of the medications that we use now are based off of plants that were found medicinally in the rainforest. And if you know anything about the rainforest and the Amazon, you know about the shamanic indigenous cultures that were highly developed, you know, about ayahuasca and even peyote and different stuff like that, which are created to create different shamanic uh, experiences and different um, psychedelic, what they call psychedelic experiences. So all of this stuff is to say, oh, the root of all that crap is earth. So why not just cut the middleman, right, cut the processing out, and just you know, deal with the herbs. So there are different ways in which you could use herbs. You could use herbs through internal uses, like tonics, powders, tinctures, infusions, extracts, all that great stuff. You could use them externally as salves and baths, um, as like rubs, oils, and for smudging. You can also eat them. You could use them for seasonings, and you could also use them the essential oils for aromatherapy. Now, the key component here is you know, these things kind of merge. So the medicinal properties of the herbs and the spiritual properties of the herbs are kind of almost nine times out of ten going to be reflective. Um, so when you burn the herbs or cause smudging or whatever the case may be, this is going to affect your spiritual body, your life body. So it's using the same concept similar to how the, the uh, crystals are affecting your subtle body. The smudging of the herb, the burning of the herb, directly converts it into that kind of that air, that higher frequency, that, that's where you're kind of using uh, the smoke contacts, and that's kind of air element. Um, it's also fire element as well, but it's more air. Um, you're using that air element to kind of purify and cleanse in that particular way. And I'm a fan of using all the elements, okay? So we're going to use earth, wind, or air, water, and fire, right? Right? You're going to use all the elements to be able to complete that uh, spiritual balance. Um, so basically the herbs are going to help to detoxify the body in different capacities and they're also going to encourage or stimulate your spiritual um your spiritual body. So I'm going to give you a list of foods and herbs that are uh, actually increase spiritual perception. Now what do I mean by spiritual perception? I'm talking about that ESP, that extrasensory perception. So um any type of dark leafy green is going to act like chlorophyll, which is like it's one molecule different, I think, like from or one. It's like it's basically the same template or compound as your blood. That's basically what we're dealing with here. We're dealing with plant blood. So anytime you deal with dark leafy greens, you're dealing with chlorophyll, and that's going to clean out your own blood, help rebuild and restore your own blood. And if anybody knows anything about blood, your circulatory system is one of the most spiritual places in your body. So that's really important. Um, black or wild rice, because I know, um, uh, if anything like me, um, I'm half Cape Verdean, so I come from, my father's from West Africa, so, uh, we, we call ourselves the Geechee people, and we love us some rice, okay? <laughs> and if you're anything like me, you love you some rice, some rice, rice, okay? And we eat a lot of that in our different cultures around the world, you know? But that white rice is killing you, y'all. So get out the white rice and move not just to the brown rice. Brown rice is a little bit better because it got a little bit of melanin, but you want that black or that wild rice to really be able 
And you're going to notice a lot of these foods that I'm telling you are highly melanated foods. Got color in them, okay? Because the color is for you. You need to eat stuff that has color in it. Um, so quinoa is another grain that you could also use to replace those, uh, that white rice and, you know, the, the all that potatoes and stuff like that. Blue potatoes, if you're going to be eating any type of potato at all, you should eat blue potatoes or purple potatoes. Yams, um, limes, make sure they have seeds, please. <laughs> Raw, organic apple cider vinegar with mother that has the probiotic properties, which is really imperative. The, the, the um, stomach is the second brain, so you need to take probiotics in so that the the life inside of your stomach, the life force and the life energy inside of your stomach or your lower dantian is strong, okay? Raw cacao, spirulina, chlorella, moringa. Um, these are different uh, herbs that you can get in powder forms. I like to make a thing called G-Juice or Gorilla Juice. Um, I actually have the link to that on my blog. I'll, I'll send that to the group if you're in the group and you want to learn about that. Um, dark berries blueberries, blackberries, any type of berry that's dark. That's going to have that high antioxidant content. That's going to prevent that cancer and all the crazy stuff that, you know, from the free radicals that you really can't control in the pollution in the air and all that different stuff. And currants as well. Currants are, have, are they're kind of like, um, they're kind of like berries. They're kind of like dates, berries. They're, they're one of a type of fruit. That's really high potent, high, has a high capacity of antioxidants. I will also add any type of superfoods to this list. Kale, of course, that's going to be in the dark leafy greens. Um, I will also add a kaya berry, pomegranate, um, uh, just any of your basic superfoods that you kind of know about from, you know, superfood land, because that's like a, that's a buzzword right now. Um, those will kind of be in there as well. But these are specifically alkaline electric foods that I've chosen specifically to revitalize not only the cells in the body, but also to revitalize the whole electrical current, as if you know anything about your auric field, that is your electrical current. That is a bioelectromagnetic field, right? So if your uh, inner circuitry ain't working correctly, then guess what? You're going to have energy blockages and energy issues as far as your aura. So it's all, it, all, everything is everything, right? So that's how it all interplays, interlocks. Herbs that increase your spiritual perception. Now, these are herbs that I'm going to give you for the very intentional purpose of activating your spiritual purpose. Now, when you use herbs for medicinal or spiritual purposes, you want to activate your herbs with intention. You, so you want to utilize, you want to hold your herbs, infuse it with your hand energy, you know, or just even think about, you know, the energy that you want to invoke from these herbs. So some of the herbs that increase your spiritual perception are mugwort, is good for clairvoyance, summoning spirits, manifestations, dreams. Cultsfoot is great for visions. Mullen is great for protection, health, love, and divination. Cinnamon is for higher vibration, attracting love, and all those types of various. It also is a protective um, energy as well. Rosemary is great for dreams and vision. And those are just a couple herbs. There's much more. I actually did a whole webinar on this, um, including all the different herbs and um, that help you spiritually affect certain aspects. So, of course, like I was saying earlier, herbalism and nutrition are extremely imperative 
as far as awakening your higher spiritual self. So I'm actually going to, like, kind of leave off there. I have a couple other things if we need to keep going, but if we have any questions for anybody who has any more questions or anything like that, we can um, get everything together, and if, we, you know, we're a little short on time, we can wrap it up or whatever case may be. I'm going to hand the reins over to you, Dr. Darlene, because I'm basically, you know, I feel comfortable with what I accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a lot because that's a fantastic feat at such a young age. So, you know, uh, you, you know, I feel like you know here you are coming, you know, during my time right after, you know, what I'm saying dropping information which is pertinent, you know, and, and imperative, you know, as far as you know the people, you know, getting this and and then utilizing it, you know, as you were saying, making it practical in their lives. So. You know, exactly. we want to go back to the, you know, we want to go to the phone lines. Once again, mm-hmm. for those that want to call in, have any questions or comments, 626-414-3535. Once again, mm-hmm. that's 626-414-3535. Give us a call. Mm-hmm. All right, we got area code 330, area code 330, you're on the line. Peace and blessings. Hello. Peace. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. I can hear you. Yes. Uh, what's so important about um, spiritual out the five senses? Now what now? Um, spiritual out the five senses. Spirituality and the five senses. Right. The uh, yeah, purpose no. of spirituality and the usage of the five senses. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> Sorry about that, bro. Um, yeah, spirituality and the five senses. Well, actually, there are more than five senses. There are actually seven senses. Um, when you start to get into all the different sensory perceptions, they kind of resonate at different frequencies with um, the, the five senses, actually. So when you're stimulating those five senses in certain ways, that's why I kind of gave all of those different options. It's like how you can meditate as well as, you know, how you can interact with gemstones and how you could do different things even from the elemental perspective. Um, that's because I want you to be able to engage those senses in different ways and different uh, frequencies to be able to open them up to their extra, percent, extra sensory perception uh, forms. Um, So like I was saying earlier, if your natural inclination is towards, you know, kind of hearing or like vibration of sound and sonic energy, then you're probably going to open up clear audience, which is the ability to communicate and hear into the spirit realm, right? If you're naturally vibrating with, um, you know, know, the uh, clear uh, voyance, or you naturally have the ability to see, have insight into different situations and literally receive visions and different things or very or dream very um, vividly, that's going to relate to the sight, the sight aspect, and that's also going to relate to clairvoyance, right? So there's a different kind of um, extrasensory perceptions, and which is really the sixth sense. You know, when they, call, they talk about the sixth sense, the movie, the sixth sense, oh, I can see dead people, all that crap. That was really talking about higher sensory perceptions and your higher sensory perceptions are congruent and interlay and overlap into your five senses um you have so many different types of esp you have that's what it's called in shorthand i'm pretty sure everybody's kind of heard that concept thrown around you know ooh, you got esp not to be confused with espm um <laughs> so that's just that higher 
uh, vibratory resonance in your different sensory sensory perceptions. So um, you have you have a, what I, did I mention? I mentioned clear audience. You have your clairvoyance. You have your clear sentience. Uh, you have all these different aspects. So there's people who can t- touch, taste, smell, uh, hear extra, like very, very potently. And one of the things you're going to notice is as you kind of go through your own spiritual evolution is that your own senses become more sensitive. Now, for me in numerology, I'm a master number 11. Um, that's my life path number, and that's also my, like, my day number. So I'm like an 11. I have like 11s everywhere. And, and 11 that's comes down thing. to 2. Hmm? Of course, of course. What's my past number? Um, I want to uh, my my past life number. You want to learn your life path number? Um, brief. Just go to like I think it's like numerology dot com. You can kind of like look up the little calculators, or you can uh, get together with any type of numerologist if you know anybody who does numerology. There's a there's a whole bunch of yes. people out there who deal with numerology. They can kind of uh, get that together. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. hit up Dr. Eileen's wife. Because <laughs> well, I said well, so. Well, we'll go to the website on another show. Yeah. www.dralimelbay. D-R-A-L-I-M-E-L-B-E-Y. DrAlimelbay.com. And my mm-hmm. wife will actually do a numerology chart or astrology chart for you. Word. So y'all already know who the astrologist is. So when I said you need to visit a professional astrologist, that's what I meant. <laughs> and the numerology as well. So with that vibrational number of that life path and the energy that I carry as a personality, I'm very, very, very sensitive. So for me, like, if I taste, I can actually taste and smell something at the same time. It's very weird. Like, my, my senses have merged together. I can actually see sounds. I can um, kind of taste um, smells. Uh, and then all this started really kind of like just kind of really going into overdrive when I really started to do the spiritual work. And that's why I said, slow yourself down because this can drive you crazy. Now I'm stuck with this supersonic hearing, and I can hear somebody drop a dime across the street. And it's kind of annoying when I'm trying to sleep. But I'm I'm not saying, I'm not complaining, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, you know, as you develop yourself, you're going to actually break down a lot of the desensitivities. And you've been desensitized through bad food, bad television, bad media, uh, bad music, um, all these different things were created to dull your senses. And we're taught that the word sensitive even is a bad word, right? Like, oh, you're too sensitive. You need to go sit down. That's not bad. That just means you have this ability to express your emotions or this ability to express different sensory perceptions and a heightened awareness. And so what you need to do if you're sensitive is just you need to be able to ground that energy and if you're not sensitive or you're desensitized, you need to awaken that energy, right? So those are the kind of the two uh, lanes that we have there. But for all intensive purposes, the senses, um, oh, and then I, I gave you the sixth sense, but I didn't give you the seventh sense. The seventh sense is that inner connection and that knowingness that's connected to the divine or source energy. So that's that elevated, higher level of consciousness. And that's where you connect to through your extrasensory perceptions. So once you've passed the five senses, you've gotten those down to a science and you're really feeding yourself the right food so your taste is correct, you're, you know, you're using aromatherapy so your smell is correct, you're using 
um, gemstone therapy and different uh, touch or healing therapy, so your your touch is correct, you're, you're listening to frequencies and mantras and things of that nature, so your hearing is correct. Once all your fire and, your, and you're uh, looking at mandalas and you're looking into sacred geometry and also, you know, surrounding yourself with beautiful things and beautiful sights and nature and all those different types of things, so your sight is correct. Once those five senses are engaged in a very highly vibrational spiritual manner, then you go to your extrasensory perceptions, which are going to open up. And then those extrasensory perceptions guide you to that divine connectedness with the universal creator or creatress. So that's kind of how that kind of works. I hope that gave you some information in there. <laughs> no, it's kind of lengthy. Yes, I hope Yes, I hope so. I believe it has. <laughs> okay. No doubt. Any other questions? All right. Um, we don't have any more at this time, but once again, for those that need to call in, once again, those that want to call in, that have questions or comments, give us a call at 626-414-3535. That's 626-414-3535. Give us a call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Give us a call and kind of, you know, uh, chat with us a little bit, ask us a question, whatever you need. I want to take this moment to big up Dr. Arlene Bay. First and foremost, I don't think I've said this on air, but if I had, I, I could say it again. You are one of my most influential teachers. Like, honestly, I remember the first time I watched you teach probably back when I was, like, 16. I was watching you on YouTube. I never thought I'd be having, like, a conversation with you. I kind of had to move past that phase. I kind of used to, like, look at, you know, all my conscious, like, lecturers as, like, kind of my celebrities to a degree when I was younger. I was like, okay, y'all going to fan out over Trey songs, but if I see Val- Phil Valentine, it's going to be over. You know what I mean? Kind of do. But, um, yeah, Dr. Arlene, you are one of the most humble spirits and one of the most beautiful energies. You just really have a very big brother kind of energy with me, and I thank you so much for all the opportunities that you provided with me with. And even thank you so much for, you know, kind of displaying a similar context of, you know, thinking, because you're a very cerebral person, and I can appreciate that. My inner nerd can completely appreciate that. <laughs> and how you break things down is so uh, it's so precise, you know, the way that you speak about things. And that really inspired me a lot when I was younger, and I didn't really, you know, have the, the levels of consciousness around me because, I, like I said before, if anybody listens to my story, I come from a small town in Massachusetts. Um, and even though there, there's, a, there's enough people of color, there's just not a lot of consciousness uh, around me. Uh, so I had to look up to people like you to get that information. It's crazy. My mother started awakening with me after I went through that journey and that process myself and I gave her one of your DVDs and she watched it over and over and over and over again and she'd be like that Dr. Lee Bay he's small <laughs> you know what I'm saying and she loves you as well my mother she loves you um and so she when I told her I was going to be on your show she was really excited um and yeah just thank you so much for being one of those pillars like you said I'm coming in as a as a younger uh woman to kind of add to all of the things that you've already given us as a foundation and just take it to the next level as far as you know the next generation after me I want them to get this information and for them to be able to come up with their own uh understanding of where it needs to go we need to build off of each other and that needs to yeah. 
that needs to serve as a bridge for us because, you know, we're traditionally, well, not traditionally, but we've been colonized and brainwashed to think, oh, if you're young, I need to compete with you because I'm older. Or if you're, a wa- if you're a man, I need to compete with you because I'm a woman. Whatever the divisional contexts are. And that's not, that's not unity. That's not love. And that's not us no. tapping into our higher uh, sensory perceptions. So... I just, I just am so grateful for everything that you've done, and I just wanted to give you that, that love and that appreciation and let you know that everything that you're doing is so divine, so on point. I'm so proud of you. I love the introduction, like I was saying. I see you stepping it up. You out here spitting the number like it's, like you know, like it's a hot bird. So I'm saying, hold up, six four, six two six. What? Okay, got you. You know what I mean? So I'm just so grateful that you have just allowed me to utilize this platform. So thank you so much. No, I want to thank you for listening because that's the most important thing of of anyone who's a lecturer or a speaker or a teacher is for um, someone who might become a student, you know, will actually listen to what is being said and then take and run away or run with the information, you know, and take it to the next level. I mean, matter of fact, that um, my wife and I was just with um, Baba Phil Valentine um, less than two weeks ago, and he told me the mm. same thing. You know mm-hmm. that, um, you know that, you know he's glad that you know we're taking the banner on to the next level. And the same thing I have to say with you is that you know you're taking it on, and actually, the sisters have to take this on to the next level because this actually is about y'all. You know, oh, yeah. and I'm glad yeah. that you're doing young age, and I mean, you have a lot of time to, I mean, that you're going to be able to just cause and create a stir in this so-called conscious community, and um, I can't wait to see, you know, what takes place personally, you know. Um, <laughs> we got area code 540, area code 540 on the line. Let's Fair talk peace. it out. Peace, peace. peace. What's going peace. on? How y'all doing? I, I'm doing good, brother. How you doing, man? Doing well, out. I um, peace, brother Fahim, and uh, peace, Take Queen. Peace to you too. Peace. Uh, first, I wanted to say I um, appreciate everything you do, Doctor Aline. Um, it's just amazing to know just the little journey that you've gone through in the last few months has been just so inspiring on so many different levels. And you come back even stronger, man. That's that's Word. that's the most hard working through you. You know, we've seen a lot of people going through these accidents and having these big health issues and not coming back, and especially not coming back 110 percent what you are right now. So, first, I want to give thanks to the Most High and whatever you got going on, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> All right. Um, I kind of missed the entire show, but I had to call in. Like I said, I always try to call you. I missed the entire show. I called in right when the the last caller finished, and I heard her speaking on well, ESP. Well, please go back and um, pull this up in the archives because the goddess goes oh, I definitely will. deep. <laughs> I, right. I know she yeah. does. I'm definitely well, hater, run that back. back. <laughs> I, 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 check, yo, I, I will check it out. Um, but my question was um, – can you kind of talk about what's going on in the solar system right now that's kind of affecting the Earth and why it seems like the the chemtrail things don't seem like they're taking, it doesn't seem like it's affecting as much. Like it's, it's done more periodically now, and I'm starting to see, at least where I'm at right now, which is a major metropolitan area, 
uh, more of the puffy clouds coming back, which I think are the natural clouds compared to the, you know, the string bean chemtrail things that I hear yeah. rolling around. So is there something going on in the universe where that you can kind of tell where maybe mm, balance is being restored in a way or something like that? Right. I, I think, it, let me let me say this about the chemtrails. I think it was a 20-year program because the chemtrails started around um, the mid-90s. You know, um, and here it is 20 years later, you know, so we're seeing that maybe it was just a 20-year program, and now they're beginning to let up on, you know, the so-called mass vaccinations, which they was referring to it as, um, the military referred to it as a mass vaccination, but they never re- they never stated um, necessarily what was in it. But, of course, we found out that aluminum, barium, um, bacteria spores, mold, um, nanotechnology, all these things were actually inside the chemtrails. And some people have developed a disease or disease called Morgellons, you know, mm-hmm. which happens to be pathogens, you know, um, you know, because they can't take the fibers in which that is, in which that is within these um, nanobots or this nanotechnology, you know. Mm-hmm. So when we do our research, we have to really look that up, you know, about the nanotechnology because this is the new wave of this so-called new world order that they're doing. And, mm-hmm. you know, we know that the whole thing is about reinserting new information into DNA because mm-hmm. your DNA has message codes. And yep. so what they want to do is take out these codes in which that would possibly give us the ability in order to develop these gifts in which that um, the queen was talking about, you know, the psych chemistry, um, telepathy, clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairgestance, clairsentience, you know, making us a superhuman or Christos mm-hmm. in the image and after the likeness of Christ or Melchizedek, whichever term that we want to re- use. Some say Heru, some say God, um, et cetera, et cetera. But we think that it's purposely done to interfere with that process, this nanotechnology, mm-hmm. as well as also GM food. Um, we think it's part of that program, as well as also fluoride in the water. So they're trying to hit us from all three aspects, food, water, oh, yeah. and the breathe. But as you've seen, you know, based on the amounts of energies in which that is streaming into the planet Earth at this time, in particular from the sun, you know, because um, we actually are still within a solar flare um, activity or super flare, mega flare activity. In other words, corona mass ejections are still bombarding the planet Earth right now. You uh-huh. know, so um, this energy is creating um, new DNA. In the sense of letting, allowing us to graduate into the next level of consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. um, Queen, you want to go further with that? Oh, yeah, definitely. And that's why I focus so much on the solution based thinking. Because yes. it's all about knowing how we can get over and combat all these things. Because all they're using is our own ancient chemistry, right? Our own ancient yeah. sciences against us, right? That's all they're doing. So how do we combat the nanotechnology? We combat that with the ancient technology of the crystals and the organite energy and all these other different things. It was given to me inside my spirit that even the GMOs, if you have, if you possess enough life force energy inside of you and you know how to direct it, 
that you can mm-hmm. reconstruct the DNA structures inside of the inside of the GMOs. So okay. I mean, I'm not I'm not recommending it. <laughs> but what I'm saying to you is anything can be overcome. So even the chem the chemtrails. Um, actually, I had I received a channel a couple years back. That was telling. I was asking the question. I'm like, why? Because you know, as a thinker, that's that's one of the primary questions you ask. You ask why. So why are we being, you know, choked from every single angle? Why? 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 And spirit told me it's that because it's to force you to develop to your highest self. It's to force you to develop to your best. Most, uh, you know, infinite form, like the brother was saying earlier, your crystals, your highest form of self. Because we can continue to utilize all these different excuses uh, for why we want to continue to be human, or we can be done with this shit and get up out of here, right? So we want to ascend. That's the goal. So what do you do? So what happens when um, you outgrow something or you outgrow an environment or it's time for you to evolve? The environment's going to start to flip on you. It's going to mm-hmm. start to change. Like, I don't know if people notice this in their life. Like, let's say it's time for you to leave a job. Your boss mm-hmm. just won't stop getting on your nerves. It's time for you to mm-hmm. leave, leave a relationship. Your spouse won't stop arguing with you, right? It's time for you mm-hmm. to leave a house or, a, right. or, a, or an apartment. Your neighbors start getting on your nerves, things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's a situational aspect. This is how life works. This is, this is a universal mm-hmm. principles of how life works. It rises up to challenge you to meet the obstacle and surpass it so that your consciousness can go above and beyond it. And so that's where we are with all of these solution-based thinking, and that's, that's where I try to come in and, and, you know, help people and consult people with the coaching, is I want you to stop thinking about how they're trying to mess us up and start thinking about how you can evolve so you can change those different aspects, so you can change those different things, because I do believe that it starts with the spark of consciousness within us that will shift the world around us. Yeah, so definitely. that's basically, you know, all I have to say or not. But everything like that, I mean, they, they've been trying to, you know what I mean, do what they're going to do, try to mutate us, kill us, exterminate us, do all these different things. But at the end of the day, we're still here, right? So yeah, we got to just keep it pushing, keep it moving, and keep evolving. And I appreciate you saying solution-based thinking mm-hmm. because yeah. I noticed that even amongst us so-called conscious people, a lot mm-hmm. of us is just bringing up the same problems over and over. Nobody got Word. a solution. Nobody and got like a solution. I said on my Facebook yesterday, I said, nigga, okay, <laughs> sorry, I just got to, nigga, hold up. I did not come back to this planet so I could sit here and talk shit, okay? I came yeah. here so I can do shit. I'm part of the star seed generation. I'm a crystal child. It's also funny because if you do the synchronicity, my mother's name is Crystal. Okay? I was born in the crystal seed, crystal star seed generation. All right? I came back with crystals, gemstones. That's how I got into consciousness. All right? So I came back here with a specific purpose and specific reason to break that cosmic code. So why did you come here? What are you here to bring? What is my brother here to bring? Let's stop talking about, I mean, there's a, there's a degree of consciousness that needs to be had. We need to awaken certain people. People need to start off knowing, hey, you know, there's chemtrails. Hey, there's GMOs. You don't need to eat that. Stop this, stop that, da 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 da, da. But at some point, we got to evolve beyond that. And at some point, we got to come to what you were talking about earlier with what I said was the solution-based thinking. When do we get to that? Because I know, especially the younger generations, we're kind of tired of hearing about the fear, 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 fear. Mm-hmm. Even though mm-hmm. that's a part of the process, we have to, you know, stir up some emotion to be able to awaken. 
But now let's transcend that. Now let's get to the solutions. Now let's get to how we're going to actively solve these problems, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely need more of that. Definitely need more of that. And that's what the radio is about, finding solutions, practical. So, you know, that's that's what we have to do. You know, like the sister said, she, she broke down. Um, I know you got a, I know you didn't get a chance to listen, but she broke down actually a program that uh-huh. we can um implement every day in our practice. You know, she okay. spoke about Qigong, Tai Reiki, Pranic Healing, she spoke about crystals, she spoke about um the mentality in which that we need in order to exalt ourselves to the next level of awareness. You know, so just go back and check out the show because she dropped so much information on this one. You know, if you listen to the last one that she, um the last time she was on here, she dropped it then, but now she don't, you know, took it up a notch. And so yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, yeah, so, so we can actually put a program together just based off what she said tonight. Actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, matter of fact, um we need to form this think tank, you know. Oh, oh man, she's brother already, Aleem, I just been you know, talking about that, brother. Synchronicity, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, and so, you know, this is something that we need to do. And as a think tank, you know, we start putting these programs together, you know, so that we can start implementing them and, you know, getting the people more involved as far as, you know, those who want to take it to the next level. Everyone might not, right. you know, feel that way. You know, most people might not even you know, want to go to the next level. They want to stay stuck with the white man is just the devil, you know, type of mentality. You know, I know no, plenty who feel that. like that. <laughs> but, but, you know, next level you know, always. I was that 25, you know, I was doing that 25 years ago. So, you know, um, Word, 25 years right? later, you know, like, okay, I, I heard that already. You know, what we yeah. want to do about it. That's nice. What you we know, going to exactly. do? Right. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, you, okay, you, you God, when you going to start being God? What's the, what's going with that? When we right. get right. to that part. Yeah. <laughs> so with right. uh I would definitely be interested in that and in, in getting involved with a think tank. Um the the exact words think tank have been coming out of my mouth a lot more right. in the last probably few months. So when you said that word it's like what? <laughs> so, you know, it, it, you know, uh, God, well, give me a Allah, job, whatever you wanna call right. it. He working, she working right now through us. And it's, it's easy to see. Right. <laughs> right. Give me a call at 910-364-9099 for those who are interested in forming a think tank. That's 910-364-9099. That's 910-364-9099. We also have a documentary coming out. Um, I know. It's I called heard. Blow. I heard, man. I'm on point. I'm on, I'm on your side all the time, but I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> That and um, yeah. and um, if we're gonna have our queen, she's gonna join us on the documentary. As you hear, she got plenty of knowledge to add to it. Um, oh yeah. You see her resume, like oh yeah, yeah got to get her. Um, so we just finished filming um, Baba Phil Valentine. Yeah, we just finished filming filming brother um Baba Phil Valentine. Um, you know, less than two weeks ago. That was powerful. Um, right. It, oh, it definitely was. Put it this way. He dropped so much information. After it was finished, me and my wife was clapping. We, you know what I'm saying? All right. All right. Involuntarily, too. It, just, it was just like, hey, whoa, I'm clapping. Right. <laughs> he was about to get a standing ovation, except it was only two of us in the room. You know? 
<laughs> he was just the only one sitting down at the time. Right, <laughs> he's the only one clapping, you know. So I mean, that's that's just how much he dropped it, you know. And so you know, this documentary, I just can't wait. We um we already did Brother Panic. Um, he he's part of the um process with his blow um documentary. He's going to Wayne Wayne Chandler. Also, um, Baba um, Bruce Bynum, you know, Edward Bruce, um, Bruce Bynum, who did the book, phenomenal um, uh-huh. book, you know, on melanin, you know, so, you know, check us out. And we got plenty and plenty of more people, brother um, yep. um, Azariah. Yeah, yeah, um, from Comedic uh, Reiki. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Oh, yeah. I know it's going to be dope. No, I know it's going to be dope. Oh, yeah, it's going to be real nice. I can I can I ask you one last question and now I'll let you go. It's a short one. Uh, can you maybe give a quick, uh, maybe an intermediate uh, breath um, technique? I know I used to, you know, I usually do six three six three all the time or seven one, and I do the uh, alternate nose ones a lot. But uh, you got like maybe an intermediate level breath or something you can share with us. Something yes, um, one is relaxation um, breath, which is four seven eight. You'll breathe okay. in for a count of um, four, hold it for seven, then breathe out for eight. Um, okay. The longer the exhale, the more relaxed your nerves become. So that is okay. the relaxation um, technique. So, you know, for those that need to calm down, that needs to um, quiet themselves when they go into a meditation, the four, seven, eight breath is uh, one in which that can actually be done to do that. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, Enjoyed the little bit of the show I got to get, but um, I'm gonna check out the rest, sister. And I know you did your thing, so uh, I definitely thanks. look you up. <laughs> give thanks. Thank you, thanks, bro. All right, we got um, area code eight zero three. Area code eight zero three. You on the line? Right, quick before we get to this question, I just wanted to give you guys, everybody who's listening on the line, I just wanted to give you guys a very special offer. Um, I just launched my website, Gemini Creations, we finally, dot com. <laughs> so there's no discrepancy. So it's Gemini, G-E-M-I-N-E-Y-E, creations, with an S, dot com. And you can go there, and I want to extend to everybody, just because I love you all, and I'm here on the first World Order Radio Show with Dr. Eileen Bay. I want to give you all a 10% discount off of any purchase on the website, and that's with coupon code 11, spelled out 11, E-L-E-V-E-N, 1-1. And that will give you a 10% off uh, discount on any purchases site-wide. And I just want to share that with everybody before we moved on. Right, we're going to go back to the lines, and we're going to go back to the area code. I think the area code is 803. You're on the line. Peace and blessings to the gods and goddesses. Peace. 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 Greetings. Yes, I just wanted to um, just basically just call in for a moment and listen to the show. I would like to say it definitely was it's a wonderful show. You know, you all continue to do what you're doing, striving to help uplift in all fallen forms of humanity. Um, I also want to take a you know, time to especially acknowledge, you know, my good brother Lean Bay. You know, it's great to hear your voice, my good brother. You know, hear about your situations and you know, it's great to know that you're still in the travel with us at this point. You know, 
and um, it feel wonderful. So I just want to acknowledge you in in that so. Um, also want to acknowledge the queen for what she's manifesting. You know, uh, oh, yeah. things which I have heard, I can bear witness to. You know, being right and exact, and you know, I'll continuously follow you. I seen your website. I wrote those things down. So definitely will go back in there and do my own. You know, researching to see exactly what more you you know you have to offer. Um, I also, you know, I heard you all speaking about the King Trails and things of that sort. And we also are, um, we are witnessing a lot of the energy of the feminine energy actually taking place with so much of the chaos, the chaotic form of the thing that's going on inside of, you know, we would say North Mexico and America here. And with the officers, you know, you know, continuously to kill our people and some degree, um, you know, a lot of the mass murdering, you know, so much. It, do y'all see those things being affected by the different chemicals or the chemtrails or just them manipulating, I guess, the energies or the vibrations? Or what do y'all see within y'all own understanding is causing a lot of these things to erode at this point, at least within our own history? Oh, I mean, Dalim, you want to take this or you want me? <laughs> I mean, uh, for me, my, from my research, um, if you look into the context of not only just the chemtrail, chemtrail is one part of it. Um, if you look uh, into what's called geomancy um, and also what they're doing with, like, different, like, uh, technology-based, like, towers and stuff like that, where they're emitting extra low frequencies, a lot of that stuff affects people's behavior. That's that's like on the subtle energetic level where they're moving the subtle energies to be extremely disharmonic and disruptive. And a lot of that energy comes into play as well, of course, the radiation, of course, the pollution of the water, of course, all the, you know, the bad eating habits and patterns, toxins and all that other stuff. It's all it's all in combination to create what you see now is savage behavioral patterns and different, you know, preceptibilities to different drugs and wanting, you know, this kind of, this very low-frequency, low-vibrational lifestyle. Even when you start to get into sound therapy, you start understanding the frequencies, then you start understanding why the music sounds so crazy the way it do. You know what I mean? All this, uh, you know, trap music and different things of that nature, and even before that with the electronic music, all that stuff is frequencies. That's all frequencies. And if you understand frequencies and start to understand how that affects the internal structure of the cells inside of the body, you start to understand if they're playing all this disharmonic frequencies, what's that doing into your internal self? What is that doing into your cells and your organs? You're literally playing to your whole body all of this disruptive on top of negative messages, on top of negative thought patterns, but it's literally, if you listen to the music, the musicality in and of itself is disruptive. So no wonder you got to be high to listen to that shit. You know what I'm saying? No wonder <laughs> you got to be drunk just to, you know, groove to it and all this other stuff because it doesn't have any life. It doesn't have any life-giving properties and any life-giving energies. So I think the ultimate reality with all of that is that it's it's being it's not it's going beyond the chemtrails. It's the holistic attack on yourself, on self-development, self-awareness, and self-consciousness. You combine that with the disconnection 
from ancestral energy and ancestral knowledge and all these different aspects of our mother tongues, mother languages, mother cultures, if you this, you combine those two aspects, that's what you're gonna get now, which is the mass murdering and the the uh, the over drug abuse and the you know the, just a complete dysfunction of family structures and disharmonic relationships and it all is frequency. It all breaks down uh, to the energies that we're emitting and that we carry within ourselves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I, I definitely I see exactly what, what you manifesting. And I guess you know I was calling in and I wanted to uh, um, at least you know elaborate you know since I was going to acknowledge the brother Aline, I wanted to at least you know ask a question being I had the opportunity also you know and you touch you touch you you showed a vast form of, of understanding with that which, which I see clearly with what you're saying and I, and I thank you for that. Thank you for calling in. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Um, that's right, brother. Um, I mean, also, I got to still get with you. I'm going to be getting with you. I understand that you got, you know, yourself. You got to deal with it at this point. And you know, I got my energy and spirits out with you here in the brothers here. You know, in the lower form of the Carolina in the South. You know, we we definitely here for you. And um, mm-hmm. I got some personally. I want to be able to sit and speak to you about. I know not only just a benefit for me, but it's also a benefit for you as well. So I'm eventually going to get to you, good brother. So be patient with me and continue to do the thing that you got to do to get well. Um, no doubt. Brother Appreciate L, you, excuse me too, um, brother Lee. Brother L, you already know it's love, peace, and happiness always, good brother. And I, I'll yeah. be in this travel here soon. Yeah, appreciate you, God. All right, brothers and sisters. Y'all take care now. Peace. Peace, right, peace, peace brother. Right, and for those that don't know what took place and what happened, is that on March 18th, um, what happened is that we had a puppy um, some weeks further back in which that we brought in, got sick from Parvo. We was trying to heal it, um, do Reiki on it, and different other things in which that the dog actually survived. Um, however, it left some fleas um, in the carpet, so we had to bomb um, the place in which that by bombing the place, we had to use a, um, a flea fogger. And the flea fog went off in my face. And next thing I know, hours later, I was in the hospital. You know, um, you know. So that's what took place. So I appreciate those who was, you know, there with the kind words. You know, with the um, support. You know, mental support, emotional support, even financial support. We appreciate y'all, each and every one. Um, we did a show um, not soon after that. Matter of fact, brother L was there actually he came and visited me while I was in um in the hospital. You know, so much respect to Brother L, my co host for um yeah. you know, checking me out on on all levels. You know, so um that's much love for that brother. As well as also, you know, for those Right, appreciate that. You know, so you know, I just, you know, love the fact that people, you know, checked in on me and uh, we love y'all, you know, we love y'all listening to the show. We love y'all, too good, brother. you know, coming down, you know, to the um, events and, you know, um, going through the particular classes and everything. So we just love everyone and appreciate each and every one of you. Now, now. All right. I think that was the last question for right now. Okay. Queen, so, you know, if you want to do any closing remarks. Please feel free. Brother L, you can go right after, and then I'll close it out. All right. 
Well, um, I just wanted to, again, thank you, Dr. Aline, for having me on the show, and thank you to everybody who called in with your comments and questions. It was wonderful spending time with you guys. It's been a minute since I've, you know, gotten to talk on this type of platform for a while. Kind of miss it. Got it, you know, Gemini, big mouth. But, um... <laughs> But, yeah, so thank you guys so much for, you know, tuning in and listening to uh, what I had to say and everything is uh, of that nature. Of course, make sure you go um, and learn more about my brand, Gemini Creations. Um, that's what we specialize in. Everything that you heard in tonight's presentation the the uh, was just a taste of what I'm actually building as my core foundational program, which is actually going to be called the Five Elements of Healing. And that's what I'm going to be bringing all my clients through is how to utilize all the different elements and aspects of healing to heal your holistic self, whether it be your mental, your physical, or your spiritual, whatever is going on with you, the imbalances, diseases, whatever the case may be. I'm here to kind of help you and guide you through that. That's my life path. My life path I, I discovered at the age of 17, uh, very young, was to be is to be a healer and a teacher. So that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to assist you in elevating your overall consciousness to a state of balance and wellness. So, of course, again, like I said, make sure you go check us out at uh, GeminiCreations.com as well. Make sure you get that discount, you know, if you guys want to purchase anything or just come through and support um we have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Gemini Creations. You can reach out on there. You can follow me on Twitter at Tay Queen. You can also follow me on Instagram at the Gemini Creatress, at Gemini Creatress um, on Instagram as well. Um, and just, you know, keep in contact with what we're doing. We have uh, free webinars and uh, conference calls that we do intermittently. I actually just did a 21-day yoga challenge. Shout out to all my 21-day yoga challenge um, listeners and different stuff like that. So you know, we just we're over here just creating programs that help you know uh, evolve consciousness. We have free programs, free information, blogs, and all types of great stuff as well. So don't you know just be like, oh, I gotta pay you hundred. Now I'm about that real work. I want to help you no matter where you are. And also we're uh, debuting our holistic health consultations because I just. Receive my professional herbalist certification. Thank you, thank you. Um, so now I'm opening up uh, to do holistic health uh, consultations, including nutrition, herbalism, helping with all the different aspects of healing and, and all of that different stuff. So you can also check that out on GeminiCreations.com. Congratulations, congratulations. That's right, check it out. A new website, all right? <laughs> Gemini Creations. Yeah. That's right. All right. Once again, we appreciate each and every one. Brother L, you got any closing comments? Yes, as always. Uh, I always enjoy this sister when she come on the show. She uh, brought a lot of insight to me, especially uh, uh, on my spirituality. Uh, as I gained through the years, I've uh, been uh, uh, participating in the Moorish Divine National Movement. So I really appreciate that, sister. You enlightened me, you know, on that. And uh, like I said, we did it, and we're going to do it again next Wednesday. Are we, uh, uh, Dr. Aline? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we're going to do it again. Same okay. time. All right. <laughs> no doubt. All right. 
some closing comments? Hmm? Okay. I just want to give a shout out to everybody, <laughs> everyone. Peace, goddess. Thank you so much for coming on and adding on and building. Yeah. Just shout out to everyone. You know, um, y'all, in addition to myself and my family, I feel like are the reason why Dr. Alim is still good, you know, because of all the well wishes and love and the power and all that that came together to make it, you know, to fix it, to fix it. Um, We traveled and we picked up so much from all the locations that we visited. Um, So I just want to give a shout out to the Bahamas. It was so good seeing everybody there and um, seeing the culture and how it's still alive, especially the love and the honor for Earth. I'm going to want to give a shout out to Renana, um, Sister Sophia, <laughs> the Vibration Miami. of Miami, and Brother Percy. It was just so great just coming in contact with y'all, Cypher, you know, and putting faces with voices and just names. It was just beautiful. And then also to um, the Cali, the Khalifa Cypher, um, um, where we learned <laughs> organization <laughs> and how it's the key. We definitely have um, utilized these sciences and these ciphers in order to add on. So I just wanted to say something. <laughs> All right. Um, so we'll see y'all maybe next week, Wednesday, maybe not. Um, we definitely are focusing on self because a lot of times when you are giving, you're um, not giving as much as you can to yourself. So I'm just so grateful right. to see the water seedlings adding on. <laughs> you know, but I will try my best to be here. If not, Brother L will be here. Don't worry. The show will still go on. Yes, I will be here. <laughs> yes, I will. All right. All right. And I just want to say we love y'all. Peace. And we are out. Peace. 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 Shaolin, the classified elements, we here now, to all you fruit loop, colored candy, white, peanut butter and jelly, coon ass niggas, you best duck and rough for cover, yeah, 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 yo, into the temple gates, cross the fiery lakes, for witness to torture souls, and plant upon burning stakes, ascend the terabums, raising hell to reach heaven gates, fire bombing cathedrals when I switch my car to stay, regard the animal, from animal back to to storm these strews like WG Farad To raise a nation that's indispensable Indivisible, based on principle related to digital Outputs to outlooks, temperatures rise in As the sun of righteousness gives spiritual guidance In the lion's den, the phoenix arrives in Spitting bars for wars through the belt of Orion With the eye to Hootie, these faggot devils can't fool me The phallus gave porn and digesting the pig's booty The sin is the wickedness, lost in the wilderness We're never at here to just go ahead and slit your wrist The black card exists What devils try to exit Living their planet crisis Until destroyed by ISIS In the pit of demons I'm ancient chemist dreaming Converting satanic hordes With the beta semen Sword swinging Decapitator Parable addicted Crystal warm mystic Keeping global drinks When I'm lifted I'm Melchizedek Moving through 50 states I'm just With the gods I relate Mental alchemists Watch love conquer hate I emanate golden rays Above my head to figure eight. I'm Melchizedek, moving through 50 states. 
Only trust me just with the gods I relate Mental alchemists watch love conquer hate I am in a golden razor above my head's a figure eight In a devil's head, severed on a dinner plate Before the throne of God, all devils will meet the fate Below the mason dick, surrounds the future great Imperial, ferial, sound the trumpets through the stereo Murders with mics, that's why I scratch off the cereal Reverse creation, send you back to some minerals South Shaolin, double MC is the abbot Morris be the nation, black man's land, we gotta have it Restore the throne, eradicate the savage When disaster strikes, actual facts he can't manage A fool's on deck, sink ships like Titanic Spread a fear across the land, causing a justified panic Amongst the brain dead 